We are Snowbird Nation. Hey, welcome to Snowbird Nation, a lifestyle connection of resources to designing lives. What is a snowbird, you ask? Well, a snowbird is a person who travels south or west during the winter months in order to escape northern weather and obtain partial relief from the high cost of northern area taxes. So snowbirding is that act of traveling and living part of the year and spending part of the time in southern and western areas to enjoy the beautiful climate and all the south and west has to offer, while at the same time avoiding the harsh polar vortex that may be coming in the winter weather of the north. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, podcast, YouTube, Vimeo, and elsewhere, for we are Snowbird Nation, and I am the voice of Snowbird Nation, Mike Searcy. Snowbird Nation is divided into two segments per episode. Segment one is dedicated to education and opportunity for you or those of you who want to learn more about snowbirding. Segment two is dedicated to those of you visiting the Valley of the Sun, whether you're visiting now for a number of months or a short vacation with us here in Arizona. We're going to go over what exciting events are happening as well as cover the real estate market numbers to date. So you will want to stick with us on today's show. Segment one starts right now on Snowbird Nation. Hey guys, welcome into the program. This is Snowbird Nation. My name is Jason, your host of Snowbird Nation. Mr. Mike Searcy is sitting right across from me. And Mike, we're in a fabulous location. It's December and all is well here in Arizona. How are you, sir? I am wonderful. And as the voice of Snowbird Nation, let me just tell my fellow uh, family and relatives from the north, I got up this morning and it took me all of about one nanosecond to shovel the sunshine off of my drive. You know what's funny, Mike, is it takes me a lot longer than that to shovel the sunshine off my drive, but you are new to Arizona, so you can do it much quicker than I can. Very happy to be here with you in episode number seven. We've got a lot going on. We've been experiencing the holidays and what's to do here in not only Phoenix, but the surrounding areas together. Yes. This is going to be an exciting show. It is. We're going to spend the first part of today, and we're going to talk about some of the pitfalls and dangers about those of you that are snowbirds or thinking about becoming snowbirds. And one of the first places all of us look today is online. Well, I'll tell you what, one of the, the worst things we can do, and yet sometimes the most useful things we can do, is, per, you know, is actually look at Realtor.com, Zillow, uh, all of these public websites, Trulia, etc., etc. There's a lot of them out there. There's, there's well over 100 syndicated websites that deal with real estate. There are both dangers and pitfalls, as well as a couple of pros we want to talk about with even putting your personal information in there. So we're going to spend the first part of the show talking about that. And then on the other half of the show, we are going to certainly give us talk about that market update, something about holiday lights and one of the most fantastic places in the Valley. Yeah, that would be zoo lights, Michael. So here's the thing. As we dive right into what we're discussing at the beginning, and this we call the business section of what we do, you know, these websites are imperative. So you as a realtor and your chief real estate advocate, right? Yes, I am. 
This is imperative that you know how not only to navigate these sites, but utilize these sites for your clients because there are pros and cons. There are two sides to that situation. So first, we talk about public safety, right? Yes. Public domain. All the things that we talk about in cybersecurity, that falls into what you're going to discuss right now at the beginning but then there is a way to safely utilize this and how to vet the people that are calling you back. So, yep. Mike, the first part of this equation, how do we do this? Okay, so let's talk about the process most people go through, or at least a lot of people go through when they think, I want to look for real estate. Now, the first thing that we'll do is we'll often go to an internet search engine, let's say Google or Yahoo or Bing or something of that nature. And what we often do is we type in real estate in and then we type in a location. What often happens is that leads us to one of the myriad, I'm almost going to even venture to say thousands. Hundreds of thousands, maybe. Of websites that essentially kind of are, are coming up on the search results that says, here we go. Now, the top sites are Zillow and Realtor.com and Trulia, and there are a host of other sites as well. And then what happens is we start looking through them. We find some pretty pictures, and we find some script, and, and we find some interesting information regarding any number of houses. But here's the thing. At one point, there's going to be some house on there that's going to trip our trigger, that's going to cause us to go, wowza, and then we're going to go, shazam, I want to put in my information here because we think that we're contacting a listing agent who must represent the seller, which is not always the best choice, in my opinion, anyway, uh, to contact a listing agent to represent the seller because of the words I just said, represents the seller which by default basically means does not represent your best interest and why you need an advocate. Now, we put our name in there and that information is immediately sold and leaked to whom? Information brokers. And information brokers are now having sold that information, meaning your personal contact information, if you put it into Realtor.com, for instance, to no less than seven to ten real estate agents and approximately the same number of mortgage people. And so the next thing that's going to happen is your personal telephone is just going to start lighting up and you're going to get bombarded with what seems like an overwhelming number of, and, and I'm going to say it, sometimes harassment calls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that can be tough. Yeah. And so one of the things that we want to do is, is kind of, first off, make sure for your own cybersecurity sake, we think very hard about what sites we're putting in. See, Realtor.com is notorious. Now, on the other hand, let me just go ahead and put this out there right now. You, have, you can say, but my telephone number is on the do not call list. You can say my email, you know, that's all going to go to spam and I'll, go, I'll have it set to go to spam. You could. And you might have put your number on the do not call list. But by the fact that you put your telephone number in any of these public websites, you have asked them to contact you. Because when you actually hit you know, send, you've actually also, whether or not you've read the fine print, you've actually allowed them to sell that information. And now everybody's going to call you for the next potentially six months. So, Mike, this is part of doing business now. We are an online community. We're an online world. We're a technologically driven society. 
So we want to feel confident. We want to feel secure. Yes, we do. We want to feel very, very good about putting our information in and hoping that something on the mirror image of what we're doing in technology land is going to make us feel warm and fuzzy. This isn't a warning to everybody to say, stop putting your information in. It's just simply, how do you do it smart? Sure. Now, I will tell you this. If you, take, if you start taking those phone calls you know, and start answering them, you will be overwhelmed. Straight up. Sure. But my first, my first uh, suggestion to you is if you start getting very, various and multiple calls – um, and a lot of those, a lot of those uh, public websites will, when, if they send them out to that many agents, you're getting all these calls. If you if you start look taking them all, you will overwhelm them. So my first suggestion is let them all go to voicemail. Okay. Because then you can actually listen to them at your own time and delineate what you like and what you don't like. I like where your head's at. Do I like this person's communication? Does this person seem like they're providing... Is it robotic? Because we yeah. see that too. Is this person sound like a real voice or does it sound like a pre-recorded message? Yeah. Does this person actually you know, care about me specifically or is this somebody just casting a wide net on all the information that they're buying and seeing what sticks? And isn't that the way of marketing? It is. Absolutely. Okay. And so what we want to do is we want to specifically let it go to voicemail and then... We can actually kind of decide who am I calling back, if any of them. Right. Now, if I really don't like any of them, block their numbers. Because if it's a robotic call, it doesn't matter anyway. And if it's somebody you're just not interested in talking to, fine. Now, I will tell you this. On on the plus side, I am one of those realtors. When I do my own private business, um, I also pay for the same. Right. So, I mean, it is the way we involve ourselves in the internet age for trying to reach out to people who are looking for assistance to be represented and to get information on properties. Right. So I do it. But but I will tell you that when you answer the phone, if I'm the one who's calling you back, if you answer the phone, the first thing I'm going to say is, look at your phone lighting up right now. I want to explain to you what you've done and what's going on. And of course, I'm also going to make my pitch, right? If you like me, and I hope that you do... I want to go ahead and tell you this. Now that you've done that, don't do it again. Let's go ahead and decide we're going to work together. Now, what I'm really saying is this. I'm making the same pitch I would expect any of you to pay attention to in any of those voicemails that you're listening to. What I'm saying is listen for the people who are genuine, who truly want to be helpful. Because what we're really going to find is your task is to get off of those public websites. Your task is to find yourself available uh, to one agent and decide, I'm going to work with one agent. Who's my chief real estate advocate? Who am, who's going to basically be my advocate to work with me so that if I find any address on any of these public websites, I'm not going to put my information again to go through this again. I'm not going to put my information again in this uh, public website like Realtor.com, Zillow, etc. I'm going to basically write down the address and I'm going to text my realtor. I'm going to text my real estate advocate and I'm going to ask them to look it up and tell me what's going on. Because what most realtors can do if they're a member of the multiple listing service is save you from all of that Nonsense that sometimes kind of keeps coming at us because right. we're spending so much time on any of these websites. But that realtor can put you on a what we call a drip, meaning you're getting information and the listing sent to you 
as soon as they're set, they're listed on the multiple listing service, which is also computerized, and which is where the source is for all these thousands of websites that syndicate that information. And so you're getting it from the primary source. If that realtor who you've decided you liked and want to work with is going to set you up and send you all this information directly, and then you're not putting yourself in that danger of just getting bombarded, there is a plus side to that because you get to in- get to be introduced to a lot of different real estate agents yeah, absolutely. and kind of figure out who they are and which one do you jive with, which one do you mesh with, which one makes you feel like you're really getting all the advocacy and fiduciary issues that you want to make sure that that person's taken care of for you. And when I say those fiduciary duties specifically, is that person going to be your advocate? Are they going to be loyal to you? A seller's agent, if you're a buyer, isn't necessarily going to do that. Are they going to keep confidential all of your information that should remain confidential? They need to by law. You know, are they going to obediently follow your instructions for your desires for that particular transaction? Are they disclosing everything that needs to be disclosed and taking care of everything with reasonable care, due diligence, and are they accountable? That's so important. And Mike, that's one of the things that is the pro-con about what we just talked about in the age of information There is still so much to be gained by that. And Mike, you are actually a part of all of these programs. If people want to get a hold of you directly by listening to this, how do they do that? Well, they can get a hold of me at Mike at snowbirdnation.us. That's again, Mike at snowbirdnation.us. Or if you are into texting or, I don't know, how about the age-old form of calling on the the telephone and having a conversation? Love that. Let's do that. 217 553-3509. I go back and forth from the Valley of the Sun here in Arizona to Illinois. That, for those of you in Illinois, will recognize that as a central Illinois area code. All right, Jason, and before we go to the break, one of the things I want to do is just have you talk just a little bit of a teaser with respect to what we've got coming up. For those of you that have actually become patrons of Snowbird Nation, which of course you can do by going to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Jason, what do you got coming up for our Snowbird citizens? Mike, I'm glad you asked, and I'm excited to offer this. We are going to put our Snowbird Nation citizens, those of you who own businesses and want to promote in Arizona, 105.3 FM, KFNN Radio, Money Radio, and 99.3 AM, we're going to have you on the Valley Business Showcase. Mike and I are on there all the time. 10-minute segment. It's a $425 value, our gift to you if you go to Patreon and you are a member of Snowbird Nation. Now, when do they have to do that by? All they have to do, Mike, is sign up by the end of the year, become a citizen of Snowbird Nation, and you will be on the first Money Radio Business Showcase program in January. And this is when all the action happens. Barrett Jackson's coming to town, the FBR. We've got so many things that are happening in Phoenix. If you're a Snowbird Nation member and want to promote a business that you're doing in Phoenix, this is what you have to do. So make sure you sign up, patreon.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Simply click on Become a Patron to join. 
you'll receive private investment opportunity, exclusive content, monthly news, and real-time industry updates. Join us every week right here on Snowbird Nation. Here is your real estate market update for the Valley of the Sun here in Arizona for the second week of December 2019. Sponsored by Mike Searcy, Chief Real Estate Advocate. Today we start with Sun City. Sun City is a strong seller's market with houses listing currently at an average of $147 per square foot and condominiums currently listing on average $132 per square foot with a house median list price of $239,500 and an average day on market of 53. Condominiums are currently listing at a median list price of $151,900 with an average days on market of 47. For Scottsdale, the snapshot zip code we are looking at today is 85260, which is roughly the area around Frank Lloyd Wright and the 101. Here, we are looking at a strong seller's market with houses listing currently at an average of $273 per square foot and condominiums listing at an average of $232 per square foot. The median list price for houses in this area is $722,500 with an average days on market of 78. And the median list price for condominiums is $356,975 with an average days on market of 86. In Phoenix, we are looking at the snapshot of zip code 85023 with a strong seller's market. Here, the list prices of houses are averaging $179 per square foot and the list prices of condominiums are averaging $133 per square foot. The median list price for houses in this area is $333,900 with an average days on market of 107. And the median list price for condominiums is $179,700 with an average days on market of 49. In Glendale, we are looking at the snapshot of zip code 85310. Again, a strong seller's market where we have houses listing for an average of $168 per square foot. The current median list price for houses here is $351,500 with an average days on market of 87. There were currently no condominiums to report during this time period for that zip code. If you are interested in buying or selling and wanting to know how these numbers specifically affect your situation, call me, Mike Searcy, Chief Real Estate Advocate at 217-553-3509. Okay, welcome back to the second half of the show. And Jason, we're here to actually talk about, as we always do during this section, what are we going to do this weekend and the things that are happening in and around the Valley of the Sun? Well, especially this time of year, Mike, we've got so much going on and we got to participate. And a big thanks to the members of the Phoenix Zoo for inviting us out. So Snowbird Nation was a special guest a couple of weeks ago, and we got to experience one of the coolest things Phoenix has to offer. Papago Park, Botanical Gardens, the Phoenix Zoo, huge in Arizona. And for those of you, Mike, from out of town, you didn't even know it's such a utopia, but every time this year, there's 10 million plus lights that you get to tour with so many other things going on. As your first time at Zoo Lights, how was it? 
I gotta tell you, it was amazing. You just said Utopia. I'm telling you, it reminded me of when, when I went to go see the movie Zootopia, where I'm looking at this. I go in at night. We're going into the zoo. It's pitch black as you're walking in because it's after dark. And it just rained or something like the day before or something. So the clouds are still out. And it's really dark. Felt like winter in Arizona. Yeah, folks, those of you from the Chicago area, I have got to say this right up front. Oh, when, don't do it, Mike. When Jason says it felt like winter. Don't do it, Mike. It was drizzling and 65 degrees. You know, you and I both know that when we start talking about winter, that's not winter. That's a spring shower. So when we talk about that, we got to just laugh a little bit. But I got to tell you, zoo lights, they call it, are you ready for this? Glow wild. That's what they call it. And it is, when you walk into the zoo, there are like... 10 million. I kid you not. I tried to count them. I think I was like 10,000 off. But there were like 10 million lights. The the walkways were like covered with lights. There were light there were sculptures of animals that were made up of lights. As you walked down, the, it was like you walking through light tunnels. It was all like Christmas had exploded. It was freaking amazing. And you know, it was great for families too. <laughs> I love how he finishes that. I love how the snowbird that is our host, Mike Searcy, was so into this. And yes, we took my family. We had four kids with us. We right, had right. A, a grandparent, and we all had the best time. You can get through this thing in about two hours and change. There's so much to do. I mean, you could spend four hours there if you wanted to, maybe even more. Oh, yeah. Because there's beverage stations. I mean, what the Phoenix Zoo has done, Mike, to revitalize, revamp, and actually reinvigorate all the interest that you would have, not thinking that the zoo could offer what it does, they are in a league of their own. And what I'd like to do, Mike, and I don't know if we can, but for our Patreon Snowbird Nation citizens, put up some pictures of our experience. I know we've got some. So I do, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do that. And, of course, you get your special offers when you go to Patreon Nation and at, or Patreon.com and you become a member of Snowbird Nation. These are the things that we can show you while you're in that, uh, as Mike says, polar vortex. Right. And you, boy, I got to tell you, having, having had the opportunity to not be in the polar vortex this year it is just amazing to wake up in the morning and as you heard jason talk about it's feeling like winter at 65 degrees you know i'm, I'm looking around at all these people who are natives of arizona wandering around in coats we're and, so cold mike and, and i'm just looking at it going i'm not yet sure it's even time to wear a long sleeve shirt we're so cold so at any rate one of the great things about about this was now, now think about this we're at night we're at the zoo as we're walking around looking at all these lights, there are animals asleep. So a lot of them weren't even out. But then those that were, I mean, kind of a fun fun thing. So we walk by the elephants, for example. And there's one elephant out there. And it was must have had insomnia or something. But <laughs> of course it, it was It was out there ignoring everybody. Didn't care. Just having its midnight snack in the middle of, of everywhere. And, and, you know, all the people and everything with else. With all the lights. With all the lights. And just not caring. Not a care in the world. <laughs> it, it was fun to watch. And it's just kind of like, I'm in charge here. 
I don't know what you're all doing in the zoo, but but this is my place, my space, and I'm just going to sit here in front of you all, eat eat in, in front of you, and not even care that you're standing right there. Not even a it, little bit. It was wonderful. Really and, fun. And so, and then we walked by, of course, the, the you know the condors and the birds that were asleep right up at right next to the lights. Oh. So the birds themselves were kind of part of the deal, part of the display, because they were casting shadows as a result of the lights. And of course, what they were casting bird shadows, right? I mean, I can make a bird with my hand when I'm playing with the lights and stuff like this, but this was a real bird shadow, right? And, you know, and then of course. Not only that, but we're looking at uh, having toward the end of the uh, end of our time there. Anyway, we had to stop by the stingrays. Oh yes, love this park. Now, Jason, you have four kids. I do, and all four of them had the opportunity to go and. Are you ready for this? Pet the stingrays. Physically touch through the water. Pet the stingrays. That's correct. Mike. Now, see, I don't. For me, I mean, I'm, I'm not interested in petting. Any kind of seafood because I mean I don't want to get attached and then wind up eating it. Not that I'm eating stingrays or anything, but well, that's kind of the the theory behind it. I don't name chick the chickens that I'm raising because I fully intend to eat them later and I'm not going to get personal with them. Well, yeah, you don't uh, mix what you do with what you eat, exactly, uh, so, so to speak, right? Exactly. I mean, we we name for example our family pets. We pet our family pets. I'm not going and and and, and going into the stingray tank so that I can pet the. But on the flip side, those that were doing that, and I just got the biggest kick and, 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 and biggest entertainment out of watching those that were because there was, I mean, everyone's leaning way over. They weren't actually in the water. Everyone's leaning way over the tank to reach in and pet those stingrays. And there was one. There was one. There was one stingray that kept coming around and then playing like this practical Joker personality because they he would the, the stingray I'm going to call it a he because I don't know what else to call it so uh, he would come around the tank again and again and again and there was like one or two people he was targeting and he'd come up right up to him and instead of letting that person pat him he would do all this this little splash dance and just soak. Uh, the, the person the who best was trying part. To that was one of the best yes. parts. So we were watching the kids as this is going on, hoping that certain stingray would come back around and splash our said kids. And these are kids ranging from 15 to 8. And across the board, they had the best time. They but did. we also, as parents, had an amazing time watching it. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. As grandparents or snowbirds coming into the nation, coming into Arizona, especially this time of year, Zoolite is a must-make, not miss. Remember, Zoolite's Glow Wild. It's on from November 27th through January 19th, 5.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. nightly. So that's every day of the week, and it is really an amazing time. And fortunately, when we were there, there weren't as many people. I mean, they've had nights where it's just no, way we crowded. Got very lucky, and we got very lucky in that it wasn't so crowded. So it was almost as if we had part of the zoo to ourselves, and so, so we had the opportunity to really had such such a great time. You know, you can walk through, and as cold as some people were in sixty five degree weather, at least they actually had hot chocolate stands and mm. coffee that you could pick up and actually walk the zoo. With Food, a nice concessions, I mean, they have a full menu. This is not your grandmother's zoo. 
This is Phoenix Revitalization Project that you can see in full effect. And you know, it's funny, you can rent this place as a business. There were multiple stations throughout the zoo that you can rent. They have done such a great job. Mike and I are both huge proponents of what Zoo Lights is doing. You've got plenty of time, Snowbird Nation, to come down and check it out. You've been listening to Snowbird Nation with your host, Mike Searcy. To find out how you can become a member, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Snowbird Nation. Simply click on Become a Patron to join. You'll receive private investment opportunity, exclusive content, monthly news, and real-time industry updates. Join us every week right here on Snowbird Nation.